Welcome to Life as a Freelance Writer, the content podcast, where I will show up weekly to share with you what I've learned as a writer, a freelancer, and a business owner. My purpose is to inform and educate, so I want to help you get the most out of yourself, whether you are a writer, an entrepreneur, or anything in between. Join me as I share my top tips, my struggles, and my triumphs to hopefully inspire or just entertain. Remember, content is king, and that's why I love being the content queen. Hello, gang. I hope you've had an amazing week. Um, the We're officially into Feb, and I just want you to obviously take some time to reflect on January and all the amazing things that you have accomplished. I did an Instagram post on that um, for the 1st of Feb, and um, although I will admit January started off very slow for me, and I was really struggling with everything um, mentally. I think I had a bit of internal conflict um, and the bushfires obviously in Australia really like threw me. Um, but I kicked it into gear and I finished off really strong. I didn't make my like sales target for Jan, but it was like pretty extreme for um, myself. So, and as they say, it's not um, the goal. It's not about the goal it's about the person that you become to achieve that goal so I think I've grown and developed so much and that's why I'm super excited to tell you guys that I have my first my first official speaking gig uh, in Melbourne as part of women in digital marketing and business Um, I'll put a link to the meetup if you're in Melbourne definitely come along I'm going to be talking about all things content marketing and you know how you can produce content for your business consistently and never run out of ideas so that's why it kind of motivated me to talk about this topic how to never run out of content for your business I think everyone really struggles you know when I first started my business I'll be honest I like would get on my phone and I knew I had to post on Instagram and that's kind of all I really started out just like posting on Instagram And I literally, I just want to kind of reflect on this. I would get to the night and I'd be like, oh my God, what picture am I going to post? What am I going to say? What am I talking about today? And like sometimes it would really deter me from posting. And I mean like some of the content is fine. But, um, you know, when I look back, some of it was just for the sake of posting. Like seriously, you know. Um, I'm trying to find an example, like, you know, just talking about my day and everything, which is fine, but you know, it gets a little bit boring when you just talk about yourself all the time and not provide any insight. So that is why I decided to craft my content strategy. And that's when I got into more content marketing, because I found that people really liked writing or really liked showing up on certain platforms, but they weren't sure what to write or They didn't want to like do it because they would be like, it'll come to, you know, maybe five o'clock at night or in the mid afternoon, like, oh my God, what am I posting tonight? And I think, you know, that's kind of where I sparked educate from and my inform package was to help people develop that content marketing strategy. And then kind of, you know, if they wanted me to write for them, focus on a platform um, for them while they show up on another, which I'm finding people want to do more of. They're like, oh, I really like Facebook, but I just don't know about Instagram. You know, I think I need help with that. Or, you know, I love my Instagram, but maybe I could show up on other platforms. I'm not really sure where to start. So they're the kinds of reasons why I developed Educate. And Inform is more of just like um, the strategy around it. So 
Anyway, not the point. That is why I decided my content, started my content strategy. And ever since, I know exactly what I'm posting. On that night, I go in on a Sunday afternoon. I fill out everything for the week. You know, I make tweaks and changes throughout the week. I I review it every day because I'm really close to my content. You can just schedule it in and and that's it. But depends on what you want to get out of it. So I've put together some strategies that you can use to help you never run out of content and content ideas. My number one is obviously create a content strategy. Plan your content in advance. You want to make sure that you know exactly what you're doing on what days. Keep it consistent. If you're finding sections aren't working after three to four months, change it up a bit, have a look at it, make sure you're always reviewing it, of course. But that kind of puts in a plan, okay, on Mondays I talk about my blog, on Thursdays I talk about my podcast, you know, whatever that might look like. And then obviously you've got that strategy there and you know what platforms you're showing up. To hold myself accountable for these, I put it all in a Google Calendar. So in my Google Calendar it might have like around 7 to 8 o'clock at night, I'll post my Instagram and it'll be on this topic. And then when you click on it in the notes, it's got like the copy. So all I have to do is copy that out. I put it into an app called, um, mainly for Instagram, it's called Spacer. I'll put the link in the show notes or Space, sorry. And then you copy it in there, put your emojis in and your hashtags and put the spaces in and it'll space it all out for you. So you don't have to put like those dots in the middle and all that kind of stuff. And it works in Hootsuite and other like um, platforms. But um, mainly for Instagram, for Facebook, I'll just pop it in maybe a couple of days in advance and schedule it to go out because my my main channel at the moment is Instagram and LinkedIn. And for LinkedIn, I'll generally post it um, on the day in, in the moment as well because you can't obviously schedule on LinkedIn unless you're using like a Hootsuite or something. Um, I don't really use many scheduling apps at the moment only because I really like to post and be really close to my content. But that is because I'm a content marketer and content writer. So it just depends what works for you. So have a content strategy first. When you're developing your content strategy, have a look at the content pillars. These are the content pillars that I made um, at the end of last year when I was kind of creating my content strategy. And I found that this worked really well to help me um, with clients to kind of uh, work on their content strategy but also for myself. So this is kind of my my baby, my framework. This is the key to creating consistent content and never run out of ideas. And this is called the con- the four content pillars. And they include inform, educate, engage, and fun. Educate is more about talking about you and your business and what you have to offer. So educate is kind of more of like your promotional stuff, which of course you don't want to have too much of promotion. You don't want to just be selling all the time. You want to create value as well. But inform could be about, you know, um, where you started, uh, who you are, your business values, whatever that might be, what you're offering at the moment. Just think about that as informing your clients on who, or target audience on who you are and what you do and how you started. Educate is around the niche of your business. So for me, mine's content marketing, content writing. So I offer tips and strategies and all that kind of good stuff to educate my audience. So if they didn't, if they wanted to do it on their own, they could. 
I don't expect everyone to buy for me or everyone to resonate with me and neither should you. So educating is, you know, you might have a product uh, on a certain, you know, you might have a product, a tea brand, tea product. So your educate pieces are around tea and maybe like how to get the most out of your tea, how to brew tea, all that kind of stuff. So think about how you can educate. And even if you are a product-based business, you can, you've got a niche, look at that niche and where you can educate. Sometimes you might use a similar topic, but just like talk about it a little bit differently because as I say, it takes seven times to process things. So, you know, always educating, talking about similar topics, talking about things that people need to know. One, of, The next one is engage. And these are your two-way communication. And, and working in PR, if anyone works in PR out there, you know two-way communication is key. It's not just talking at your audience. It's allowing them to talk back to you so that you know exactly what they want and what they need. And this is a really big marketing strategy because, of course, if people feel like you're just talking to them all the time, trying to sell at them all the time, they're not going to engage with you. So engage is about asking questions, talking with people, talking with your target audience. You know, this could be at the end of your post, like asking them for input, asking them, you know, directly messaging people. These are your engage, you're engaging with your audience. So you might have an engaging piece where you might talk about um, an ed- something where you're educating around your niche. But at the bottom, you're asking them a question. So you're engaging with them. So engage can kind of work throughout the inform, the educate, and the fun process. Or you can just have a complete engaging conversation where you're asking questions. This could be on your story. You know, you could be doing a live where you bring people in to interact with your story, inviting people in to your live. So think about the ways you can engage. And engaging, you want to have a lot of engaging and a lot of educational pieces throughout your week inform and fun fun is really important as well but inform and fun you might have a lesser amount of the two and then of course fun that's your behind the scenes what you've been up to who you are you know if you're traveling share all that fun stuff um if you're a business and you have a big team and you don't want to just obviously be be just you and you're not the face behind your brand or you could obviously show up on lives like I don't think a CEO of a business could not show up but anyway it depends on your business size and how much time your CEO has but um, that could be you know your business engages in volunteering or you have a lot of CSR which is corporate social responsibility which is all the charity work you do where you're helping out in the community show that you know you might have a barbecue to raise money for something post those photos whatever that looks like it's the fun aspect of your business and that's where people really really connect because you're relatable and you have a connection with them so they're the kind of four content pillars I have a blog on this I will post it in the show notes so you can get more information around that um, but that's kind of how I base the content strategy off those four pillars and where they sit in the week and across the different platforms that you have what I recommend if you're first starting out and you are looking at the platforms you're showing up on less is more where are your target audience focusing and showing up on you need to be there but obviously you need to love that platform as well and if you hate it it's really hard learn as much as you can about the platform or engage in someone that knows a lot about it so they can provide you information more insight and help you really maximize your exposure on that platform what you need to understand with social media blogs podcasts it takes time you need to be consistently showing up you can't expect it to just happen overnight and all of a sudden you've got 10,000 followers that you haven't paid for that are all organic the platform is used now 
to keep people on it for as long as possible. So if you're consistently showing up and providing content, you're generating more leads to your page because you're generating more content and you're allowing people to stay on the app longer. So people like Instagram, apps like Instagram, Facebook, all those kinds of good apps will show your content first because you're providing consistency and you're encouraging people to stay on the app for longer. So think about that. To never run out of content ideas, have a content strategy and use those content pillars to base that strategy off. The next one is ask your audience what they want to know more about. Get on to lives. Get on to, you know, have the question box on your story. Ask people what they want. Directly message them. Have polls on Facebook. Give people as much. You know, sometimes I find that maybe the little question box doesn't work as well. So, like, have a poll, you know, this or this. Or have a quiz, as they say, and you can just create one as the real answer. But really, you're vote, people are voting and you're getting what people want to know more about. Ask people what they want to hear more on. Message them. Mess- ask your clients. Ask them what they want to learn more, what their pain points are. When you are creating content, you really need to understand your audience and it's critical in marketing. The number one thing you need to know before you start anything is who am I showing up for? Who is my audience? Make sure it's niche though. Don't just go, oh, my audience is everyone because it's not. Your audience is someone really specific and most of the time it's you five years ago and I've talked, spoken about this quite a lot a few times. I mean, it's either it's you five years ago or it's the person, say like for instance with me, I am doing, um, at the moment I'm content writing for businesses. So my target audience is similar to what my target audience is at work, my stakeholders. my You know, I do a lot of internal communication but my stakeholders are still the same and my ideal clients are other businesses so and entrepreneurs and coaches and all that good stuff and I know exactly who it is because I've done the research. So you need to do research. Hootsuite has some really cool like profiles that you can download and you can start filling them out and it gives you more of an idea of who your target audience is. But obviously it's trial and error. You'll niche down more and more and more as you go. So like your target audience right now might be quite broad, but you can as you get more clients, you'll continue to niche down. A lot of my clients are digital marketers who are looking for content writers to help with, you know, um, expand their product suite. A lot of my clients are entrepreneurs who, you know, might be showing up on one platform amazingly but need help with another platform, those kinds of things. So have a look at who your target audience is and then you'll know who you're speaking to. In the future, I really want to open up to helping uh, freelance writers like me um, and writers and content marketers really scale their businesses. So that will be something I'll look into and that will be me, who I was five years ago when I was looking to freelance. So I'll know exactly how to speak to them because that'll be myself. If that's something you're interested in, if you are a freelance writer, um, send me a message. I've got a couple of things in in the pipeline. So I'm really excited to... um, deliver those but have a think about who your audience is if you're starting off with no audience at all that's what you need to be doing audience profiling have a look have a really good think about it write it down you know what are they who are they what what are they doing what are their pain points and once you know the pain point trust me it's super easy also when you're talking to your audience talking to your clients note down what they're saying you know and I only kind of clicked on this in the last like couple weeks 
But when you're on client calls, even if they're not, they don't become a, like even if you're on discovery calls and they don't become a client, what are they asking you? What are the kinds of questions they're asking you? What do they want to know more about? Trust me, you'll find content in that. When you're, you know, if you're a coach and you're engaging in your um, clients, ask, like, what are they asking about? Nine times out of 10, that's what majority of people want to know. So note those down and, you know, put them in a spreadsheet and have all the questions, have all your topics written down. And then each month, go through and pick the topics that you want to decide for each week. Schedule them in each week might be a theme. As I've said in the past, that's what I do each week as a theme. And I use that theme to create content throughout all of my uh, social media platforms. And I'll talk about that soon. But, you know, note down all of those in a spread. And then once you've answered them, kind of put them in a different spreadsheet and where that content is. So if someone comes to you with that question again, you can refer them to your old content. And that generates more leads to your website, more engagement with old posts, and you're, you know, allowing an audience to really open up to what you've got to say. And what you need to remember is like not everyone's going to see all your content. So it's just allowing more exposure to different parts of your content. Another great one is Uber Suggest. And Neil Patel is like, I have the biggest marketing crush on him ever. He is incredible. He breaks down SEO. He breaks down, you know, marketing techniques, strategy, content marketing so simply. I really recommend you engage in Neil Patel's blogs, sign up to his email list, um, check out his uh, marketing school podcast incredible but uber suggest is a free platform and what you do is you type in your keyword so that would be your you know your service get down niche it down a little bit and then there's a tab along the side called content ideas or content yeah it's anyway it's like got a little magnifying glass anyway you click on that and it comes up with all these ideas on content what people are posting about you know, how much they're being referred to. It's called backlinks. So backlinks is essentially, just to break it down a little bit easier for you, is say, for instance, I create a blog, this blog on how to create more topics or how to never run out of topics for your business. And someone writes a blog and refers to mine, that's a backlink because someone's referring to me. And you really want to try and strive for backlinks. So that could be, um, you know, promoting your content, to the people, say for instance, I've spoken about Neil Patel in my blog and I message Neil Patel and I say, hey, you know, I referred, to, I mentioned you in my blog and um, I just thought I'd let you know in case you want to share it across your platforms. And then he mentions me in his blog, then I'm creating a backlink. So that's how you kind of get those backlinks or also by engaging and collaborating with other entrepreneurs and doing guest blogs and all that kind of stuff. Yes, it is time consuming, but it pays off in the long run. I will probably talk about this in another podcast, but that's just kind of a really you know, brief overview. If you want to know more about that, send me a message and I'll, I'll start creating more content on that really soon. But Ubersuggest is a great platform. I'll put that link in the show notes. Also, if you search your own site, just a little FYI, it gives you ideas on how you can improve it to improve SEO. So Ubersuggest is great. Another one is answerthepublic.com. And again, you type in your keyword and it comes up with all these, like it'll have like a big diagram and it'll have who, what, when, why, and how, and all the questions to do with your niche. So for instance, I'll write in content marketing and it will be like in the what section, it'll be like, what is content marketing? Um, What is content writing? Like it'll come up with all and like, how do I become a content marketer? Um, Who is a content marketer? Why do I need a content marketer? And it'll come up with 
all these topics and you can just pick from them and start producing content on them. And that could be, you know, you create a blog on that and then your socials kind of complement that. So Answer the Public, Uber suggests are really, really good tools. They're free. Utilize them as much as you can. Also, the good thing about these is you can type in what country you're in because if you want to target a certain audience, you know, that really helps. I find I just kind of use the US if it's worldwide because they're a big pop, like big population, but it just depends on who your target audience is and where they sit. So yeah, definitely use those free tools. Another one or another two, look at pages like Quora and Facebook groups. People are asking questions in those. Search your keyword and you'll find, you know, you'll probably even find people looking for services on Facebook groups and you can message them and that's a great way to get clients. I've gotten quite a few clients from that. Um, but look at what people are asking around your topic and create content around it. And then you can message them and say, you know, you can you can answer that question for them and say, you know, whatever, say for instance, mine is what is a content marketer? And I write, a content marketer is someone who will sit um, in your business, help with your marketing strategy around content, like creating uh, social media posts, creating blog posts, creating podcasts, looking at your content strategy as a whole and making sure you show up to your target audience. It is a long-term strategy for your business and, you know, it'll help you uh, level up, create more engagement and more uh, leads to your site. And then I might say, but I've created some more content on this. You can listen to my podcast here or my blog here. And then it's creating people to look at your content as well, which is backlinks. So yeah, look at what people are asking and then pick that topic, create some content on it and then go back to them and share your content. That is a great way to see people's pain points as well and to really do an analysis on your target audience. Quora, Facebook groups, you know, these have Yahoo Answers, Reddit. There's so many forums out there. Just do the research. If you don't want to do the research, hire someone to do it for you. Another one is your personal journey and is a great way to create content. Also, your wins, your fails, whatever that might look like, be relatable. Talk about who you are, especially if you're the face behind the brand. Uh, If you're not, if it's just a business, you can talk about the business journey and and where it came from. You know, I just did a, um, for one of my clients, they're in real estate and we are doing like profiles on the team members like every Saturday. And this week or next week, we're talking about the founder and where they started from. Like, think about the journey and people really love connecting with people. So if you can create as much content around yourself, um, you'll be super relatable. So that's where your content strategy will come in. That's where your form pillar will come in, in form. So think about where you can pop in little personal stories. And that's how you show up on like Instagram stories, Facebook stories, LinkedIn video, talking about your journey. Just be you and be relatable. Because the people that will resonate will show up and engage in your content. The next one is repurpose content. So that is how you'll never run out of topics, I can tell you. Look at where you're showing up on other platforms and repurpose them for others. Change a little bit of the copy, maybe change the image. Repurposing content is really, really important. In my blog this week, I'm going to do uh, how I repurpose my content. I'm going to give you like a little bit of a uh, table um, and what kind of content I use where. Some of it's unique on other platforms, some of it's not. But Gary V has a really great guide to how to form like 100 pieces of content in like no time at all. So 
I'll put his link um, to the guide. It's really, really good. I've started looking at it and he gets so much engagement with his content. He is a content guru. So Gary V, amazing. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to repurpose across, across platforms because not everyone's going to be following you on every platform. And even if they are, they might only see one piece of your content on one of the platforms. They might only see your Facebook post rather than your Instagram post. So don't be afraid to repurpose. As I spoke about before, to never run out of content topics, plan in advance. I have my themes for the next month planned. So I know exactly what I'm doing for my podcast and my blog for the next month. But I don't create it all in one go. You can. um, That helps you kind of stay focused and be really accountable and less stressed. Whatever works for you. But because I'm in content and content marketing, I like to be really close to my content. So I do it every week. But you could like batch blogs and then create your podcast around your blogs, whatever that might look like. I liked creating um, my podcast weekly because then I could talk about what's happening in my business and, and you know, it's in the now kind of thing. But it, it just whatever works for you. But if you plan your content in advance and it helps you with your socials because you know that week is going to be on that theme or that topic and your socials will complement it. But that's why a content strategy is really important. Now, what I want to talk about and what I spoke about earlier is to never run out of content topics make sure all your content talks to each other and this is kind of like you're repurposing so I create a podcast weekly my blog will be on the same topic but I will it'll engage those who like to read I'll put in a little few different pointers and and demonstrations and things that are a bit more visual so obviously I'm gonna in my blog that I'll post on Thursday it's going to have like how I repurpose my content. It's going to have like little, you know, um, tables and stuff to kind of, so for people that like to be more visual. Okay, so that's two pieces of content. And then my socials complement those. So what I do is on a Wednesday, I will promote the podcast on Facebook and LinkedIn. And on a Friday, I'll post it, I'll publish it and, and um promote it on my Instagram throughout the week I have stories to promote it and then on a Thursday and then the following Monday and a Thursday so Thursday for LinkedIn and Instagram I promote the blog and the following um, Sunday I promote or Monday I promote the blog on Facebook so can you see how this is starting to form my whole week of social posts and then throughout on the Tuesday for Instagram and LinkedIn, I'll do a tip around that content. So I might pick one really key element and I'll talk about that in more detail. Can you see where it's starting to form my whole week? On you know, on a um, Wednesday, I go live to my, my followers on Instagram and I'll repurpose that on the following Monday. For I'll share it on IGTV. And then on the Tuesday for my Facebook, I will share it. So can you see where this is all starting to form? And that's why a content strategy is really key. Because then I, I all of them talk to each other and all of it's on that topic. And it flows really nicely. That's why all your content should talk to it, each other. If you're talking about three different topics across platforms, it's really confusing. And people are going to be like, oh, I need to listen to the podcast because it's about this and I need to listen to the blog because it's about this. I read the blog because it's about this and I need to check every day socials. No one's going to do that, as as horrible as it sounds. No one's going to do that. So make sure it all talks to each other. So have a content strategy. (laughs) 
Have your content pillars. Keep yourself accountable. Make sure you're showing up consistently. I showed, I explained how I keep myself accountable. I have, you know, the diary reminders in my calendar and then the copy. So it's so easy and I just have to, I don't even have to think about it. I just have to tidy it up and post it. Or you can schedule them all in. Depends on what works best for you. The last point, to never run out of content topics. Hire a content writer or a content marketer. They can help you strategize. They don't have to write every piece of content for you if you want to be really close to it. But they'll help you show up more consistently. They will help you brainstorm topic ideas. A content writer and marketer is there to guide you along your content journey so you can generate more leads. Remember, it's a strategy. It is part of your business plan. It's a business expense. It's a business investment. So that is kind of, you know, if you're really overwhelmed by the whole content thing, definitely check out a content writer or content marketer. So key points to take away. The content pillars will help you never run out of content, I can guarantee you. Inform, educate, engage, and entertain or slash have fun, be fun, show your fun side. They're the kinds of four pillars that will guide you along your content journey and ensure that you have it all mapped out with your content strategy so you never run out of content ideas. I hope that really helped you um, be really clear in where you're going to be showing up, how you're going to be showing up, and how to never run out of content ideas. So to action right now, come up with a content plan. Look at where your targeted audience is so you know where to show up. Once you know, start planning what days you're going to show up and where. Use Google Calendar to keep yourself accountable. Definitely start doing that. It's really, really helpful. Things to check out this week. My blog post from last week was on the topic, are you ready to hire a content writer and how to find the right one? Also, my content to launch package is officially open. What it is, is if you're launching in 2020, I want to help you show up and get those sales and those leads with your content. So content to launch is all about planning out your launch and me helping you create the content around your launch and the calendar so you know when to show up and when to talk about your launch, when to talk about your new mastermind, your new coaching program, whatever that looks like. I will be there to guide you along the journey. I will put a link in the show notes. Check it out. I'm really excited about this one. I've also got a small offer, which is just strategy. So we strategize your launch and you create the content, whatever works best for you. But if you have a launch in 2020, it doesn't have to be this month. You need to have a content plan around it. And if you're not sure where to begin with, let me know. Let's work together. I'm really excited about this one. Don't forget, be a content queen or king. And remember, developing your content develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please don't forget to share this with all your amazing freelancer, business and writing friends. You can add this to your Instagram stories and tag me at underscore at content queen underscore Mariah or by simply just telling them about it. But please, if you have five seconds, rate and review. It'll go a long way in making sure everyone gets to hear this content podcast. Everyone can start leveling up so you have awesome content to engage with as well. But uh, if you could share this message and share my podcast with everyone you know, I would love you forever. Follow me on Instagram or connect with me on LinkedIn. It's Mariah Macinus, M-A-C-I-D-L-N-E-S. And let me know if you want to hear about a certain topic. Your, if there's a pain point that I haven't quite covered yet, let me know. I will be, love to create content around it. Obviously, I have my month planned out, but I can change it. Trust me. It's all about just changing.
changing the spreadsheet. It is fine. It's no dramas. But have a great week. I will talk to you very soon. Bye, guys.